0: This is Peter Rosenberger, and one of the reasons I wrote my new book, A Minute for Caregivers, is because I remember the sinking, despairing feeling of struggling as a caregiver. No one knew what to say to me. I didn't understand, and others didn't understand me. For decades, I foraged along and tried to find my path through this medical nightmare that Gracie and I have endured for nearly 40 years and I've learned to speak the language of caregivers. I speak fluent caregiver. No pastor, no counselor, no medical provider, no friend should ever throw their hands up and say, I don't know what to say to that caregiver, because I do. Give them a copy of this book. is called A Minute for Caregivers When Every Day Feels Like Monday. They're easy to read, one minute chapters that speak directly to the heart of a caregiver and you can get them wherever books are sold. A Minute for Caregivers When Every Day Feels like Monday. Friends don't let friends caregive alone. I'm Peter Rosenberger and this is your Caregiver Minute. While boundaries remain critical to healthy relationships, they sometimes develop on faulty information or impaired thinking. Caregivers inevitably collide with such boundaries while caring for loved ones. Now, these flawed boundaries may look like resisting rehab for injuries or resisting rehab for alcoholism or addiction issues, refusing medications, respecting others' times, or a whole host of other issues that result in flawed boundaries. Confronting those disputes requires wisdom from caregivers, particularly when a loved one is is dug in behind years of stubbornness. Sometimes all that's needed is to clearly explain consequences of behaviors. But when confronting someone with addiction or impairment issues, for example, all many caregivers can do is provide buffers to to minimize the damage while remaining at safe distances as circumstances deteriorate. In other cases, a caregiver must often bite his or her tongue and learn to like the taste of blood as a loved one experiences the outcome of stubbornness. Trying to force a solution against the will or boundaries of another usually ends in conflict and failure. Despite resistance or even desired results, we can learn to be at peace with our powerlessness over others' boundaries and instead focus on maintaining our own. This has been your Caregiver Minute with Peter Rosenberger. There's more at StandingWithHope.com. You've heard me talk about standing with hope over the years. This is the prosthetic limb ministry that Gracie envisioned after losing both of her legs. Part of that outreach is our prosthetic limb recycling program. Did you know that prosthetic limbs can be recycled? No kidding. There is a correctional facility in Arizona that helps us recycle prosthetic limbs and this facility is run by a group out of Nashville called Core Civic and we met them over eleven years ago and they stepped in to help us with this recycling program of taking prostheses and you disassemble them. You take the knee, the foot, the pylon, the tube clamps, the adapters, the screws, the liners, the prosthetic socks, all these things we can reuse and inmates help us do it. Before Civic came along, I was sitting on the floor at our house or out in the garage when we lived in Nashville and I had tools everywhere, limbs everywhere and feet boxes of them and so forth. And I was doing all this myself and I'd make the kids help me. And it got to be too much for me. And so I was very grateful that Core Civic stepped up and said, look, we are always looking for faith-based programs that are interesting and that give inmates a sense of satisfaction. And we'd love to be a part of this. And that's what they're doing. And you can see more about that at standingwithhope.com slash recycle so, please help us get the word out that we do recycle prosthetic limbs. We do arms as well, but the majority of amputations are, are lower limb, and that's where the focus of Standing with Hope is. And that's where Gracie's life is with her lower limb prostheses. And she's used some of her own limbs in this outreach uh, that she's recycled. I mean, she's been an amputee for over 30 years. So, you go through a lot of legs and parts. And other types of materials, and you can reuse prosthetic socks and liners if they're in good shape. All of this helps give the gift that keeps on walking, and it goes to this prison in Arizona, where uh, it's such an extraordinary ministry. Think about that: inmates volunteering for this—they want to do it, and they've had uh, amazing times with it. And I've had very moving conversations with the inmates that work in this program. And you can see again all of that at StandingWithHope.com/recycle. They're putting together a big shipment right now for us to ship over. We do this pretty regularly throughout the year as inventory rises and they need it badly in Ghana. So please uh, go out to com slash recycle and get the word out and help us do more. If you want to offset some of the shipping, you can always go to the giving page and be a part of what we're doing there. We're purchasing material in Ghana that they have to use that can't be recycled. We're shipping over stuff that can be, and we're doing all of this to lift others up and to Point them to Christ, and that's the whole purpose of everything that we do, and that is why Gracie and I continue to be Standing with Hope. Standingwithhope.com. Take my hand.